0: What's up? What's up? What is up? It's another Friday, another opportunity to get together and record. The thing known as the Ball Hog Sports Talk. You know what that is. That's where sports, business, and entertainment collide. we got the whole crew in the building. It's always good we have the whole crew in the building. Today's episode is going by the title of At the Intersection. That's right. At the Intersection. And the reason we are doing this episode at the intersection, um, again, this is known as at the intersection of sports business and entertainment, but we are at the intersection of the climax of sports, where all of these phenomenal live sports experiences come together, you got NFL, you got uh, college football, you got NBA, you got NHL just starting, you got MLB coming to an end, you got WNBA just came to an end. I'm talking about you got anything and everything that you want in sport, and so we're going to celebrate it today. We're going to point out some of the highlights that are at the intersection. We're going to do it the only way we know how that's rough, rugged, and raw. It's going to be sports. It's going to be business. It's going to be entertainment because it's when three businessmen get together. And discuss sports in an entertaining fashion. It's the Ball Hog Sports Talk coming to you. Get you a big old tall mug of coffee. Spike it with whatever you want to spike it with. It's Friday. It's the Ball Hog Sports Talk. Let's go. Wake up. Wake up. Wake up and stay woke. Cause this is the Ball Hog Sports Talk with your boy. B-Brown, E-S-Q, a.k.a. the Ball Hog, a.k.a. the Mouth of the South. This is the place where sports, business, and entertainment collide. And we're going to give it to you rough, rugged, and raw. So come get you a spoonful, like some grits with butter and salt. You know how we do it in the South, y'all. Make sure you do not get caught in your feelings. Strap on your seatbelt and enjoy the ride come on let's go 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 once again it's on once again it is on our fellas yeah i'm talking about all the fellas we got the whole crew in the building today man happy friday welcome to the intersection we about to do this thing baby you know who it is. We have the whole crew in the building from the mid-coast, The one that is about to get real brisk out this thing. Windy City itself, the man, the myth, the legend. Thou who shall be respected and intergalactically known as the Big Flow Show. What's up, my brother?
1: What it do? What it do? What it do, man? Before I start, I want to wish a happy 15th anniversary to my wife's 35th birthday. Um,
0: <laughs> I
1: mean, really. You're at the prime of your life, you just gotta celebrate it over and over and over again. You
0: better be careful giving our ages. In here.
1: I'm just it, saying, sometimes even, you got even some same. of us
0: who aren't that good at math can figure that one out. <laughs> I'll
1: tell you, I never thought I'd wake up and tell you that my wife is 50. If I knew this was gonna happen, I don't know, man. 50. You
0: acting grown, boy. You saying I'm the age and everything, you acting grown, grown boy. Hey, huh? she,
1: well, look here, man. You are the company you keep. <laughs> and what does that make me if my wife is 50? Someone. And I, ain't married, oh, I right. ain't married I didn't marry no cougar now. I married me a spring <laughs> the spring chicken. So I'm feeling real old. My back hurt. It's her birthday, my back hurt. Is yeah, that right? My back yeah. hurt. My shoulder hurt. I need it. I leader. love
0: it. I love it. So happy birthday. Ball, baby. Happy, crew. happy birthday, Miss Farima.
1: Happy birthday to y'all. Oh happy birthday to you. Oh, oh, birthday to you wake buddy. up. I know she's sleep probably still. You know, old people sleep late. So she's we gotta keep it down. That's what well, it she is, can't man. hear it too happy, good no way, right? So we,
0: happy birthday. What do you give her for a birthday? Another early recording of the Ball Hog Sports Talk.
1: No doubt. To we wake go. your monkey ass up. But yeah, we just went to Jamaica. I just came back from Jamaica, man, eating beef patties and jerk chicken and all that. That's how we celebrated her 50. Right on. But I did it while she was still 49 before she was too old to hang out.
0: You know what I'm talking about? I love it, man. No, I love man. it, man. Thoughtful, man. Uh, happy oh, birthday man. to her, oh, man. man. Salute, birthday, Lara. And it. then the the rest of the crew is all in the building too. And the rest being just the three of us. We got the man, the myth, the legend from the other coast that is on the east side. Thou who shall be respected as everything, anything, Bean Town, Mister Boston himself. Uh, I know you are excited about the NBA star, my man
2: ETP. Else, the producer. Good morning, my brother. Good morning. Good morning. I'm. Mourning is the key term. I am mourning the loss of one of our light-skinned brothers. Big flow comes back from Jamaica trying to be dark skinned. <laughs> um, so months. it is a good it is a good morning. I'm I mourning didn't the loss.
0: that morning. <laughs> I did notice that today, man. I noticed
2: I that got, I, I got some of
1: y'all in me, man. I can, you know, I could do a Yeah. I'm like a swing state. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> <Go>. <laughs> I can go whichever way,
0: man. Because you don't ever know. So
1: I'm on my cusp.
0: Uh, love it, fellas. So the energy is already in the building because it's that time of year, baby. This is what we've been waiting on. We endured the summer and watched things that we wouldn't normally watch, right? We did. We did. We did, we did that. We sacrificed.
1: I survived.
0: We survived it for this moment, fellas. This is it, baby. Anything that is sports related, live sports especially while you still got the strike going on. So your favorite sitcom is still trying to figure out their situation. Live sports is in the center of the universe in terms of everything and anything we're doing right now. Every sport imaginable is on TV. We at the intersection, baby. And the definition of at the intersection, you know, you can be at the intersection of 4th and 38th or whatever. It's probably hard to do that. But you can be at the intersection from a street standpoint, but you know we get deeper than that. We get deeper than down the ball hawk sports talk. It's a phrase also to describe between two places: ideas or concepts. And like we do every time, man, we gotta talk about being in between two places of some of those ideas and concepts when it comes to sports business and entertainment. And what better way to do that than to start with last night's game? Thursday night football, NFL. If you don't have Amazon Prime, you didn't watch it. That in itself is at the intersection of, of, of business, but also access, right? It's like business I get media. the business sense behind doing it. Uh, but man, it feels odd to not be able to just turn on the TV and watch a Thursday night game. Am I, am I tripping?
3: Mm-mm, I know we talked about up. this
0: Amazon Prime thing, and, and I'm I'm because of the way my, my wife shops. <laughs> I am an Amazon Prime guy, but it feels weird not to be able to just watch the game.
1: I boycotted Thursday night football last year for that very reason. I feel like it should always be on network TV. I felt like ESPN is about as far as you can go because pretty much have that, but I thought it should be on network television. I boycotted it, but then the the went on strike, no more TV shows. Reggie's tuning on Thursday night.
0: you turn it. Turning. So did, do you think the NFL, because while I think it's at the intersection, did they know at some point you'll figure it out, you'll get there, or because Amazon Prime and how we shop um, from an e-commerce standpoint is so prevalent that it, you, you might, it might be non-issue soon because we all gonna have Amazon? ETP, I know that you, 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 you're a guy who this is your space, man. I've struggled with this. I want to just be able to watch the game and – I don't feel like the stipulation that I need to be an Amazon Prime member should be connected to me being able to watch
2: football. I mean, it's Monday Night Football is on ESPN. Like that's not basic TV. That's not network television. You got to pay for cable. Go to the bar, man. <laughs> that's
1: what we did yesterday. So we started that. off at <laughs> the bar.
2: <laughs> Thank you. <I laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's but what I did too. I don't know. It's no man. different. You're paying. You're paying for. You're paying for access. The ESPN. Once things went away from. You know what was it? ABC Monday Night Football. Now, Monday Night Football is on ESPN, it's cable, so it's no different.
0: Yeah, I guess. Yeah, but it just seems as though, man, the NFL having found every penny on the planet to put in their pocket at some point, like, just give us football.
2: Can't we just watch? I mean, wasn't football? it on like Twitter at some point? A couple Come years ago, <laughs> yeah,
0: they had so that was terrible. When Oh, Twitter, it, come it, it, on! It did. They had it was a it was a simultaneous. Yeah, you could access some things through Twitter. You could whatever
2: they that deal was, but right.
0: it was then on TV. Now it's it's Amazon Prime or nothing. I think oh, that's man. the uh, they've raised the stakes I don't a little like it. bit. Well, I also Sunday TV.
2: Ticket, Sunday Ticket isn't Sunday Ticket on uh, YouTube now, right? Yeah, but that's
0: saying that going outside, like I'm still okay with watching just the local games. And if I want to watch anything beyond that, like the Browns beat the 49ers last Sunday, <laughs>
2: then I go to the bar. But So you just you just you just arguing with yourself now. <laughs> I know, but
0: that's the, but Thursday
2: night, that's the only
0: game on. That's the only game on. That's different than the ticket.
2: The that's ticket, why it's basketball. The, season, different, <laughs>
1: the ticket is like, you know, you had to buy the Sunday ticket. So it's a different thing. You're trying to do something to break it up and get rights that we didn't normally didn't grow up with. But if it's a game that's nationally televised, it should be on national TV, not Prime,
0: yeah, not I, Netflix. I, I get where they made the, the connection and how, from a business standpoint, it makes sense for them. But as a consumer, it just feels like it don't make sense for me. Now, I'm also, I gave into. Big flow show. So they won. I'm sitting here complaining about it. Yeah, After, I haven't watched the game last night. Yeah, <laughs> <I> <laughs> Although last night I was at the ball. I could have watched it at home too, but man, it don't feel right. I know I'm sounding old and cranky, but that just don't sound, That just doesn't feel right, man, because, and here's why. Now, there's a bit of purist in me that I tell my kids, my youth football kids, hey, man, make sure you watch football. And, but for them having Amazon Prime or Mom Dad having Amazon Prime, they can't watch football on Thursday night. And that, that you know, or at least they can watch NFL football at, uh, on Thursday nights. Ah, ah. Um, hold on, let me see. Let me see. What's up, Crump? Good morning to you, man. Uh, so a sold out to the mighty dollar. Again, big business runs the world and all the decisions made in it. And I got I guess I gotta to come to terms with that. You're right, Crump. I gotta to come to terms with that. Uh it is this is where sports, business, and entertainment collide, but that intersection to me seems a little you know, a little darker than intersection, man. I just want to watch football, kids want to watch football. You remember when football used to be accessible, so because it was such a part of the fabric of our country and it's how families came together and, and so kids could watch it and and and
2: see themselves one day maybe being an NFL player. All of that's out the window. Yo, I so I'm gonna totally I'm gonna totally go in the other direction. Like I'm actually less of a fan of the idea that you get NFL like it being a weekly moment of like Sunday, and then you had an amazing game Monday night football, like back in the day. Like there was it's now it's like it's so commoditized. Monday night football games are usually trash. Like the best game is Sunday night. Then you get Thursday, which is usually a throwaway. Like I it's oversaturated. Like I used to like, I used to really like the idea of Sunday was football, and then you got a special like hangover treat in the Monday night football, and that was it. But now it's just like football every day. Like they're trying to get to the point where they're gonna do it every day. And it's also tough for the for the players, like short weeks and all these injuries. Like it's capitalism is overrunning. Just the NFL. Everything else, it's fine. I
1: mean, to, <laughs> to combat that, though, we were, you know, so trapped with just watching your local team. And if you move or something or you have a different team that's not the local team, you know, you, you want to watch a little bit more of the NFL, especially with fantasy football these days and everybody playing these different games. You want to be able to actually see these other squads
2: if you oh, I'm not time. taking it back to your day with, like, you whoa, know, whoa, whoa. the TV set <laughs> whoa. and the, you know, when you had to listen to the game. My day. I used well, to babysit baby ETP back in the
3: day. That's what are you trying to say? I used to baby, his parents used to
1: leave him with me and feel safe, is what they're trying to say. Shh, that's not nice. On a day like today, when I had to come to grips with the fact that my wife is 50 years old, you feel like you can come to me. Like, oh, yeah.
0: He threw, he threw gas on that fire. He said, Well, back in the day, when you he's
1: like, Well, in your day, we're not talking about your day. When, when you were know, like 10 when foil on the, the antenna, you talking about what my dad used to tell me to squeeze the foil? Because the game wasn't coming in good, that's what you're talking about.
0: You got to put on your right, hold your left foot up. Hold it up, man.
1: All right. Now stay there. That's why people got, you know, cancer in my day. We it was it a was TV antennas in my, my generation. So let's, but go ahead. I just, I just think, you know, giving a national game, giving some more national games to people, just, you know, you're trying to, this sports has been growing money-wise for so long. You got to get people outside of your market to like your team. So. I think that's just what it is. For me, if the game isn't good, I just don't watch it. But I like the fact that I have an option, especially now well, that the TV's on strike.
0: Well, last night was a good game. It ended up being a great game. It ended up being a game such that came down to the last seconds. Um, spoiler alert. I guess that's not it wouldn't be spoiler alert because it was live TV. So, <laughs> so you'll hear it on ESPN or one of the networks today. Um, why not hear it here first? Came down to... New Orleans driving, car makes a very nice throw. I'm talking about a beautiful throw. And unfortunately, on the other end of that was um, a drop pass. And so that tight end, who drops the pass, uh, does a whole bunch of, of. from that point on, he starts crying. The the, the TVs are, 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 are catching him and um, I don't know if you guys have seen it yet, but I, I had a little issue with it, man, because it it, it reminded me, like, this past Saturday, my, my, my youngest son, they lose the game 7 nothing, but when it was tied 0-0, he drops a pass. So after the game, because they lost 7 uh he gets in the car, and my wife looks back and notices that he's, like, crying. I'm like, what you crying about? And he's like, I dropped that pass. And I go off on him. Like, man, don't cry about dropping the pass. Like, you're wasting the emotion of that moment. If you really are upset about dropping the pass, let's go back in the lab, make sure you don't drop it the next time and use your emotions wisely and you're going to have good plays and bad plays in football. That didn't lose the game. And I kind of, I I had to reflect, like, maybe I was a little too tough on him. But then I saw, maybe. Then I saw this guy last night crying. I'm like, no, I wasn't too tough on him. This dude is, Ten minutes after the game, still sitting on the sideline, crying, and I just thought it became so. To get back to the topic, extra, it was at the intersection of is it emotion or you are you just you want sympathy, right? Is it natural raw emotion or at this point are you looking for sympathy? And I'll throw it to you guys, but. You're going to make some plays. You're going to miss some plays in football. That's just a part of it. And no game comes down to one play, unless it comes down to one play. But at the end of the day, there's so many yes, other plays course. that could have been made such that it didn't come down to the one play. I'll start with you on this one, ETP. was, was that, He ain't got to tell me if I was too tough on my son, but am I being too tough on this tight end for his outwardly very public, emotional – crying and all of this because he dropped a pass,
2: which is a part of football. I mean, you know, we talk about this culture of overpaid prima donna athletes who are really just focused on the commercial monetization of their talents. So if it was a legitimate expression of emotions, I want to watch people that care about the outcome of, you know, the results of their performance, right? Like I want to watch people that are passionate. I want to make sure that, you know, people care and they're not just like, all right, it doesn't matter to me. I'm still getting paid. i trade, i trade 50 million for the two rings that I won, all of that stuff. So if it was, if it was authentic, like I don't have a problem with it because when we're kids and we're playing sports that happens, right? Like the passion and the, the care and the, you know, conviction around in the competitive spirit that you have. I support it because otherwise, like we're just watching people make money, right? Like there's no other real motivation behind it. So when I see people that are upset, whether they express it through tears, whether they express it through breaking a locker, whatever it is, at least I know that they're about more than just, oh, well, I get to have generational wealth and I can, you know, spend all this money and I earn this salary, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. It is a business, but sports kind of blurs that line where it should maintain some level of authenticity where people maintain competitive kind of emotions and and nature about it. So I, I don't have a problem with it. If it was, if it was specifically to be to orchestrate or to like, perform that he didn't want, you know, that he was outwardly expressive about it, then yeah, that's silly. But if it yeah. was truly his emotions, that's why we watch sport. That's what makes sports special is that people have an emotional connection, whether it's the fans or the people on the field or, or court or, you know, whatever the arena is.
0: Now, look, I, and I'm going to show the play uh, where Foster Moreau is the tight end from the Saints. And then I'll, I'll kick it to you and, and see what your feedback or take on this is big flow show, but um, in a way I feel like my, my 10 year well now 11 year old son handled it even better than Foster Moreau. Cause he at least waited till he got in the back of that car to cry. Foster Moreau sat on that sideline for a long time. And I'm not saying that the, the emotions themselves weren't authentic and real, but man, it just seemed performative that, Bro, just run to the run to the locker room, man, and, and cry your heart out if you want. But even then, I'd say, man, let it go. So you use this moment to make sure you don't drop it the next time. But that that I guess I had the most issue with that. Uh let me let me make sure I, I do this. We'll see the we'll see the past and make sure that uh NF the Amazon Prime has its rights. Sean, <laughs> I think I'm gonna do it. It's got a big old NFL shield on it. We're watching it on Twitter. This is Amazon Prime's property. I think I made all the appropriate disclaimers, if it ever runs. Um, and as as we're waiting on that to run, Big Flow Show, maybe I'm I thought I shared it. Maybe I'm tripping, but I don't know, man. I don't I don't know if I don't know if 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 sitting on the sidelines crying for 10 minutes, move the needle, you can't get the play back. It, you know, I don't know. No, i tripping? mean
1: here's the thing i couldn't agree with any more than than uh with, 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 with etp than 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 I, than I am right now when i was a kid i used to love the redskins and i like john regan's i just thought he was a brute and i like how he's just just trying to run through everybody's face mm-hmm. and i watched him play the raiders and uh in the super bowl i don't know what, what the year was but They end up losing us the game, and I'm sick. I'm over there boo-hooing in myself here mad my team lost, and I'm watching all these dudes, like, slapping five and smiling and all this carrying on business. wasn't liking it. And I don't know, man. Why why, why am I crying over here, and you lost (laughs) the Super Bowl? And you over here talking about, wait, you know, when are we going? You going to Disneyland? When you get back, we're going to go to Cancun. Uh, That – since that day, I always like college football more, right, because I like the emotion. People – Pay millions the reason why sports has gotten so out of hand and how much money that people are getting paid is because as humans we want to be moved emotionally right we right. want to feel the excitement that we don't get made in our day we want to get the I mean, we don't want the the agony of defeat but we want to have that us versus them this safe environment to just express yourself and get excited and go over the top right we want that and that's why we pay this much money to go to the game and get the experience and pay these athletes all this money. It's all about moving the emotion. I like to see that they feel that same emotion. <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't want to feel like it's just an act. Right. And you know what? This man had an opportunity. Now, we don't know the business aspect of him. I don't follow that player very much. Maybe this was his last straw. Who knows? But you know what, though? He had a huge game on the chance. This was a chance for him to make his moment, score that touchdown or whatever. He let his team down. He was upset about it. I don't feel like he was Overdoing anything, they just put the camera on him, and he was just sitting there, and he felt like he was reflecting. I felt for the during guy. the
0: game, I didn't, I didn't think so. But there's only like at that point, there's only like a few seconds left in the game. They take a knee, so they they take a knee. Let me go and sh- share the screen. He wasn't
1: carrying on though; he just was sitting there.
0: He know, hey, put the game, it this way, I, didn't
1: nobody in that locker room want to talk to him?
0: I agree with you during the game. For me, it was after the game. Now.
1: Was gonna help the guys clean up, man. He was sitting out there for a
0: little right. Long. That that's what I started. Like, come on, bro. We're doing too much now. We're doing too much now. Let's see it.
1: When doing nothing is doing too much. <laughs> I don't know. I don't feel like he was beating up the, 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 the benches, acting crazy, and all that. He just sat there, man.
0: Uh-huh. A couple
1: dudes got let me just damn what you say. He felt like crap. He should have caught the ball, Damn. I mean, he definitely should have caught it. I mean. Nice touch on the ball, man. open. That's why you're here, man. And he, he <laughs> messed it up, dog. He might. His money might be funny. You know what I'm talking about? He might be going through a lot. You never Yeah, that going, was. Man. Don't judge. Don't, everyone grieves different. My father-in-law told me this a long time ago. Everyone grieves differently. Yeah. We can't judge man, on how he grieves.
0: It I get nice. so, man. I want him to take money. trot your butt back to that dog in the locker room. Great game. Jags come out on top.
1: You and, want to tell right. him what to do, tell him to catch the damn ball. That's what you're supposed to be Fair. doing. But man, what he does after passes. he drops it.
0: You're going to drop passes, man. That was, was my passes. message to my son. That's my message to my man, Moreau. If, if
1: Moreau, you, I feel you, dog. I'd have been there, man. I probably wouldn't have hit you on the forehead or nothing, but I'd have felt you. I'd have felt your pain. You
0: were, If you're going to play tight <laughs> end in a ahead. league that throws the ball, Yeah. if you are um, Travis Kelsey – if you are really name the number one tight end in your mind, and they're going to drop passes.
1: Not that pass.
0: You hope not, not in that moment. But the truth of the matter is, you're going to drop passes. That's that's the message I told my son. You going to drop passes, bro? Just try to minimize the number of them that you drop, and move on. All right. Got You got to have a short memory. So you I know, hope that you're the only want one on
1: this show back. that's ever caught a pass in the game. Say so again. Give, you're the only one on this show that's ever caught a pass in the game. So. Uh, I don't know
0: you, that. ETP, you play? You played any receiver? No. Tight end? No.
2: <laughs> not at all, my friend. Not at all.
0: <laughs> I, I've never gotten a sack in a game either. So I, had a, I had a pick, I don't
1: but think they called not, it off. <laughs> you're not better than me. I'm just saying that you have more it's Oh, like, okay. Uh, dropping right. passes. Just different. That's what <laughs> yeah, I disagree with. I think I am better than you. <laughs> oh, no, sir.
0: I don't know. But, you know, if that been my son, I would have been out there tell y'all. Give him hey, it's things. a tough thing, man. Especially when you know. Again, I call myself Mr. Excessive Celebration because of that that play. Afterward, people blame me for losing the game. But the truth you of matter is, no one thing loses a game. The rationality of, of- you know that I try to buy into that. But yes, it does. I mean, if he yes. catches
1: that ball, all the other shit if, up to that up. If he ball. catches
0: that ball, they have a chance. A chance. The JT tie. But you don't know the outcome of the game still. Right, it's like it, as fans, we say, "Man, that lost the game," because we are irrational. The definition of fandom: we're irrational. Yeah, <laughs> but look, man, stop
1: saying Jordan is better than than uh, than than uh, LeBron. Stop saying it. If we not, if if moments don't matter, right? If the time of the game doesn't matter, then there's no comparison between LeBron and and, and uh, I'm not and
0: doing Jordan.
2: that with you. I'm not going down there. No, right I'm right just right saying. Right now. <laughs> the reason why we can go there is because moments matter. But nobody yes. hits a game-winning shot and then be like, let's not celebrate that person. We'll just talk about how the, the, third the first quarter good. was yeah. super important to the outcome oh of this God, game. Moments matter. I think people
1: <laughs> win to come back. You guys are right there. The game's on the line. They called your number. We need you right now. This is all, all sins of all that happened in this game are forgiven. They don't mean anything. Catch yeah. the fucking ball. Great call. Great pass. Nobody's there. Drop it. But I think if that, I think if that moment games, will make you know.
2: a hero, that moment also has to make you the, you know, the scapegoat. scapegoat. Like if it, it, it'll make you a hero, like if he caught the ball, if you hit the game winner, if you hit the, you know, you kick the game winner field, whatever it is, Gosh. if it's successful, that won the game. If it's unsuccessful, now it's uh, like, oh well, one that one play wouldn't wasn't going to determine the outcome. Uh, we you know that. Say, hey, whoever
1: invented that phrase, you talking about? Son had just fucked up some shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And that's and they came up with that new phrase. That everybody jumps on. Well, it was at that point. All points one, are the one same play, thing. don't
0: lose the game. You might but be right. Yes, sir. You does. might be right. Absolutely. So maybe I'm the soft. The game of inches. I'm the soft in this one. Let's uh great game though, man. Jags, shout out to the Jags. Can't believe that the Jags are actually like winning games. Uh, I did think Carl looked good last night in moments, but he was playing with a growing injury. Um I thought a great game for the NFL. Um, shout out to start off this week, whatever week, what we week eight? To start off week eight or week seven, whatever week Win we Great, great first game, Thursday night football. Let's hop into some other football, man, because Prime, Coach Prime, somehow, someway, I don't know, inexplicably, after losing to Stanford, a team that was woefully bad, and a team that was not woefully bad just prior to the Colorado game, but woefully bad in the first half, such that Colorado was up 29, nothing such that people were taking selfies and posting them at halftime. That same Stanford team came back and beat inexplicably Colorado. Yet coach prime and his Colorado Buffaloes have another prime time slot this Saturday against UCLA. And we talked about the coach prime effect. I don't think everyone is loving it. Uh, the, Odds-on favorite to win the Heisman right now, Pennix from Washington, and the Huskies got snubbed for that prime time spot, and Coach Prime got it instead. And we're sort of at this intersection of whether or not, and that's why so many people hate Coach Prime, right? There are a lot of people celebrated <laughs> that they <laughs> lost that that game. It all week. It's been people doing happy dances because they lost that game. But we are kind of at that intersection of are we going too far? Is the sideshow taking over the main event? Because there's no other rational reason why undefeated Washington with the Heisman Trophy favorite wouldn't get the primetime slot over UCLA, which I think is UCLA number 25, playing now in unranked Colorado. Are we are we moving too far in this this prime this 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 prime effect on Colorado? It's all about Dallas.
2: I mean, what game what do it? you want to watch? I want to watch Colorado. <laughs>
0: like, even after the Stanford debacle, yeah,
2: I still you want to yeah, watch Colorado for, for
0: for football purposes? You want to watch Colorado?
1: Yes. How many Washington games have you watched this year?
0: I watched the end of the game when they came back against Oregon. I didn't watch the whole game. You,
1: I mean, that, look, was, the- that was eight versus nine. That was whatever, and you still couldn't bring yourself to watch the whole game
0: because you don't care. No, I think there was another game going on at the same I'm time.
1: How many Colorado games have you watched this year?
0: I've watched everyone else.
1: <laughs> yeah. so why are we talking? About? And
2: and you've been I really, satisfied. I really don't like you've And you have been satisfied like as a as a this clickbait. So right now
1: this you that story it. topic was clickbait. <laughs> I,
2: yes.
0: well, you don't care. I don't cares. like how you did that, counselor. What I'm saying is, I might be guilty of it too. Maybe I'm, I'm a sideshow Bob type dude. I'm Bob, and I like the sideshow. I, I don't. I'm not saying I'm above this this thing that we're doing. What I'm saying is is that how do you make that decision if you got the Heisman Trophy favorite
2: or an unranked Colorado versus 25? It's a very simple math equation. Everybody want to watch Prime. Who's going to watch more? (laughs) How many people will watch Washington play Stanford versus Colorado play anybody? (laughs) fair but
0: stanford just beat them and i get it man i get look i'm answering my own question but now i, I you feel guilty see what, what,
1: wait, what's coach prime going to do now after coming off this loss <laughs> right
0: Everybody no matter what it's i can't wait to prime see time. I, I just i'm guilty too man something about him man he's magnetic something about shador something about my god travis it's like it is man travis hunter is he got killed last week by that that receiver, from Stanford. Yeah. He had three yards. Caught, a, caught the thing. amazing play to win the game, and yet I can't wait to see Travis Hunter again this week.
2: I don't know what but it that, is about That's Colorado. the thing. That's the thing. No matter what the outcome of the game is, it's always exciting. Like, every yeah. game they played has been exciting, no matter what the outcome was. So yeah. you want to watch it. Especially, like, if you don't care what happens, like, if you don't – you're not even rooting for the for Colorado to win or to lose. Just want to see. It's the it's your best bet to watch some good football. Cause someone's and it's in, in LA, happen. so
1: you could
0: just you could imagine the the it's, it's so in the Rose Bowl. Imagine the number of celebrities that are gonna be at this game. Yeah, I can't wait yeah. to see it. But I'm 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 really trying to challenge myself. Like, wait a minute, man. UCLA is average at best. We we showed it. We, they've seen that recently. That was fool's goal because everyone thought this was UCLA. That that's not really. They're not that good. And Colorado is way better than they were last year. Not nearly as good as they will be ultimately. They're mid grade too. they They're mid grade at best. Yet I can't wait to see it because I'm, I'm every celebrity known to mankind gonna be at the game. Coach Prime, so, man, yo, shout out to you, brother. I don't know how you did it, but you got a fan here. I'll, I'll be watching. That's for sure. I,
2: I think I'm going to say something blasphemous right now, but, like, Notre Dame's on national television. Prime slot every week, regardless of who they're point. playing. <laughs> yeah, what, what you saying I'm, here, man? I'm just saying – you're saying, like, as if there should be different decisions being made. I understand there's contracts and all that, but <laughs> –
0: what, what are we talking about? We're better than mid grade, though.
1: Listen. Objection relevance?
2: <laughs> Not all the time. <laughs> Not all the time. Fair. Very fair. This year, I should hey, qualify hey. that.
1: This hey, year. Be careful. That's,
2: man. that's actually forced. That's hey, a you better be careful. Agreement. I don't know where
1: you're trying to go with this. There's still a lot of talking, man, but be careful, man. But I'm since, you brought,
0: up, since yeah. you brought it up, since you brought it up, Notre Dame.
1: we know we got people in New Jersey. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> talking
0: about Notre Dame.
1: Um, we just beat it. What we got? Let's transition. Is the
0: reason. Why Penix is the odds on favorite to win the Heisman because they relegated Caleb Williams to nah you ain't gonna win it this year, dog. Nah, player. No Irish. Man, they dominated him, man. Three, 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 three interceptions, man. Three interceptions, man. Now I did think that because Notre Dame fans rushed the field. Uh Notre Dame USC is a rivalry. Is it was a, a great game. Um, it was the fourth of four straight weeks of primetime games to ETP's point but also the fourth of four straight uh, undefeated ranked teams. Um, and USC, Ooh, two two. Beginning, beginning of year, everyone thought USC would be the best of those four undefeated, unranked Until. teams. Until? Until um, Saturday night. But I thought the Notre Dame fans, when they're rushing the field, they had this one uh, undergrad student, I'm assuming undergrad student, has his phone, he's selfie, he's rushed to field, he said, he says to Caleb Williams, show me them nails now, bitch. I'm like, that's a little too far. Man. Did he say that? Just, he did, Yeah. yeah. Show me your nails I now, bitch. If Caleb like,
1: bowled him, him, would that be within his right?
0: To I, give I think that he should have. Now, Caleb's <laughs> got way too much money to lose. So much in man, his Man, I feel like you should get at least 30 seconds indication to beat that little man's ass. Like, really? I just lost the game. And you not only are on the field where you're not supposed to be, you <laughs> found security? me. I ain't messing with you. And you got the audacity to refer to me and my nails, but you 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 refer to me as bitch. Show me your nails now, bitch. I'm like, oh man, I would have been okay with Caleb Williams. With I would have been okay if Caleb Williams. At least
1: mush faced him. I'd have been cool with it. I, I think it he should be a man.
0: There's got to be a rule in there. Rule 803.2B. I can mush a man who walks up to me, asks me about my nails, and call me a bitch after losing a the game. It should be a rule there. In front of all these people. Too far. <laughs> too far, Notre Dame I, ain't,
1: I never heard that the the verbals that came out. I just saw the selfie, about, and I thought that was too much.
0: No, he showed he show me your nails now, bitch. Russell yeah. Westbrook would never allow that. To happen. No. <laughs> <laughs> he wouldn't for Straight that. up. That's why I like Westbrook. People like that, Pat Beverly, Westbrook, uh, whoever Dennis Rodman, I like people that take matters with their own hands. Ron Artest Lebron
1: would have had him escorted
0: out of the building, yeah. Lebron would have called the police peacefully. Yeah, LeBron. I love LeBron. LeBron, hey, somebody come get here, man. Come he he him. had the man fired. Uh, what we're gonna mm-hmm. do is work on your severance package. Yeah. You will no longer LeBron be working LeBron. there. Lebron got a swing on somebody. Uh, let's go <laughs> with 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 although Caleb Williams lost the game, USC came up short. Caleb Williams proposed what might be a very interesting concept. Um he might get a F minus on the timeliness of it because it's after they lost the game. It maybe was just disclosed after they lost the game. But it has been reported from the Caleb Williams camp, whatever that is, whoever that might be, um that he's expecting not only whoever to whoever drafts him, which will be the first pick, to give him a lucrative contract. He's thinking about opting out of the lucrative contract. Also, probably related to NIL, he got money already. Instead, he wants part ownership of the team. Um, I, I, I have talked about this at nauseam, and when players start talking about ownership as a part of their contractual uh, negotiations when it comes to CBAs, when it comes, I think that this is where th- th- I love the fact that this is a conversation. Not certain that this is the sport, NFL or the player, Caleb Williams, to be having it, but I'm glad we're discussing it. What do you guys think? Is Caleb Williams out of his mind? We can talk about that quickly. But the concept itself, because we are in this episode of At the Intersection, we are at this intersection where college players are essentially pros. So his negotiation tactic, uh, we're at this intersection of him now basically being a pro in college. So the lure of being the number one pick doesn't have the same luster that it once did. Is this the time? Even if this isn't the player, is this the moment where ownership is on the table in, in terms of contractual relationship? I'll start with you on this one, ETP.
2: I So, you don't get what you don't ask for. So, I guess it's worth... <laughs> I mean I I appreciate the idea of pushing this conversation forward. I don't think that you're ever going to get a situation where you're getting ownership in a, in any corporation that's fully established without fully establishing yourself as a valuable asset to contribute or partner with that organization. So I love I love the the innovation behind it. I love the entrepreneurial spirit behind it, but you're in no position. You just threw three interceptions and got mopped by knowing and, <laughs> and, and a fumble. So, <laughs> like you're asking to yeah, yeah, your stock is probably at the lowest point it's been all season. And that's months. when you're trying to sell high. So for me, it doesn't make sense in this opportunity, I think, comes to, you know, like Jordan was a minority owner when he went to the Wizards after he had established himself as the greatest player in the history of basketball. And that was like a, a bit of a, a struggle and a fight to, for him to even get to that it's point. It's never so, happened again. And it's never happened again. Like LeBron... Still does not own any part of any team, but I no, think he it's does. an interesting no, idea. LeBron
1: does, just not the, the team, team that he's on. in the NBA. Yeah, that's the, the crazy NBA, he owns the NBA team, Chelsea right. or whatever. Or he owns. Yeah, I mean he owns a
2: pickleball yeah. team. Like, yeah, yeah but he, owns, he has a part ownership soccer, in the Yankees uh, and the Red team, Sox and all kind of stuff. And but still the Lakers, but he, but he doesn't own the he doesn't own the team that he plays for. No.
0: Well, well, let me ask you this because I want to play devil's advocate a little bit. I think the Michael Jordan example is a great example, yet. A bit outdated because in this day and age with NIL in this day and age with all of the exposure that the players get to, although he's collegiate, the exposure that he gets to the NFL, the training, the it's just it seems as though a guy like Caleb Williams that they say is a can't miss prospect while technically not a pro while technically didn't earn the right to ask for that on the the professional level sort of has already because he's a sort of
2: pseudo pro he earned the right to ask for it i don't know that he's earned the right to receive it is the the question right like i mean and then the other thing too is take take all of that out of it but say somebody offers him that say the cleveland browns (laughs) Offer Caleb Williams a minority ownership in the Cleveland Browns, and he played for the Cleveland Browns. Now, what if he's ready to be traded? What if he doesn't need – what if he's not performing? Now you have a conflict of interest where you cannot ship him because he owns part of the team. Or you do ship him, and then every time he plays the Browns, he lets them win because why? He's protecting his investment. <laughs> it's a conflict of interest that you can't That's really fantastic. I like that you very present. Fair. present. Very fair. I just hey, think –
1: I think personally, I don't look, I think Caleb is a good quarterback. I don't think he's a generational talent by any stretch. It's not like he's one of the best quarterbacks to ever come out and do the whatever. He's a good quarterback. So I feel like he's kind of crazy for doing it, but the NFL could not open this Pandora's box with a rookie. I mean, they, they, hey,
0: wait, I'm, Oh, I'm, I'm interrupting. Just I'm going to challenge you and, and get back to you. All I'm going to say is, is, is this prior to Saturday night, he was a shoe in back to back Heisman trophy winner. And the last person that did that was the only person that does it, Arch, Archie, Griffin. Archie Griffin. So, I mean, that's considered generational. Big flow.
2: Do you feel like he's the best um, quarterback? To come how out, great man? was Archie Griffin as a pro football player? I know,
0: but I'm saying, we're talking about. I'm just saying, do you feel
1: like. Caleb I mean, Williams, I mean you and, and, a and this is an honest question. Do you feel like Caleb Williams is like the best quarterback to come out in like 10 years?
0: Do I, I? I don't like it. No, I don't. No, but I, I think my point is it's in, not like this dude there. is like Wimbae. I'm Bay. in the he's minority there. Huh? I'm in the minority there. You and I in the minority. Most people think he is a generational talent. My point is he's not like,
1: <clears throat> I'm just using LeBron or Wimbae or one of these dudes or even like Andrew Luck when he came out <clears throat> where people just think, oh, my God, and Andrew Luck didn't really turn out. But like <clears throat> Peyton Manning, one of these type of guys, he's good. I think he's good, and I think he's – Regardless of what happened to him, he's still worthy of conversation for the first pick. But to be coming out making this kind of demand, like this, is something you would give to like Mahomes, right? Second contract, a guy that's proven. <laughs> NFL has already come back and and, and and did these slotted deals, and people start getting paid on their second contract to 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 get away all these busts. And there's more NFL bust quarterbacks than anything else. So to think you're gonna come out here and 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 demand ownership of the thing. What a slope that would create, because we all know it's a it's a copycat league. The NFL owners would, would have they won't have enough team to give away with all the people coming here to demand it. Yeah. You, you, you know not, that would
3: be.
2: Man, go sit down, some place. <laughs> yeah. But go you know down. it would be interesting, right? If my whole, so my question, and and Bob as a former agent and understanding the legality of it. If Mahomes was offered a minority ownership stake in the organization, and then they decided to pay him a $1 salary and open up a ton of cap space to bring in a ton of talent around him, would they be able to do that? That would be genius.
0: I don't know. What's that paragraph five? Is the whole compensation paragraph when you're talking about a player contract? and paragraph five is normally is these like there's lines where you're writing out the payout you're writing out what happens if there's an injury paid you know what what your payout is under certain circumstances and paragraph five has survived a whole bunch of collective bargaining agreement negotiation processes paragraph five does not allow for anything that creative i think that it would be so unique that that's why we're having this conversation. I I, I the, the the honest question ETP is I have no idea because the here here's where so I I'll, I'll present this and then we'll move on, but the the union is the body that regulates the agents, right? And the union in my humble opinion is so weak compared to the league that anything that has been outside or you consider innovative, that you consider creative, that, right, because the the union has been so weak compared to the league, agents haven't been able to be that creative. They're regulated by the union. That's sure. who guides them. And so I've said forever, it's one of the reasons why you have to add the word former to agent to me. It just got to the point where I didn't want to be a part of it. It just seemed as though it's the blind leading the blind. The weakest union of all major sports is, is is regulating these agents and telling them what they can and cannot do. And so your power is, you don't. Know, it's non-existent. I think it's a great idea. I think when people started um, thinking about getting paid in cryptocurrency it was the first time that paragraph five on a contract was ever really challenged. Because they didn't provide for any opportunities outside of normal traditional compensation, so the answer, the long answer that I just gave, um, is uh, supplanted by this short answer. I don't know. To be honest with ETP, but mm-hmm. I like that the Caleb Williams camp is coming up with these creative concepts. Um, Your challenge with saying the conflict of interest if you had some form of ownership that was something that was that you could move that you could sell in the open market even sell back to the team and it had a value to it i i, I think that that would be the way around any potential conflict um we're getting closer to that man i don't think a rookie deal is going to be the one that we see get it done um you said mahomes mahomes would have been the perfect example of it they essentially gave ownership of the team 100 million not whatever it was at the time unforeseen at the time was its own compensation version of pseudo ownership um but but i i think it's a great great concept we'll see if anyone a- is able to pull it off but caleb williams show me your nails now bitch um that's trash <laughs>
1: that's so trash
0: Try to you put his about nails, that. You're so sorry. Nails. You might
1: even started your on your high school team, but you just feel like you come talk to me. And it's like just that. so
0: inappropriate, man. But Caleb uh, Williams kids. tried to dig his nails into the fabric of, of what this traditional compensation structure is. And shout out to him, man. I'm surprised that y'all not vibing with him, man. I thought y'all was gonna go team light skin and ride out. Big Flow, you didn't changed since you came back. With your little tan, man. I I, I should have well, known reckless, you wasn't gonna ride. Go with ETP. You're supposed to ride with your light skinned brethren, man. You're supposed to be more reckless. Huh?
2: Hey, I I complimented him for his you know his uh business innovation, but I don't <laughs> not, think gonna, come not gonna be
0: able to do. Uh, while we're sticking with this this college thing, man, there's another story in college football this week that has me baffled a bit, and it is also another indication of being at the intersection. And this intersection is is is. I heard this thing one time when somebody said, you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. And I thought, I laughed at it. And I've said it several times when I'm, you know, trying to cheat in spades. Or if I try to put an extra dollar or two, $100 bill, $500 bill, from the previous game of Monopoly, so I never broke. I laugh at that concept, like, if you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. But these are just meaningless situations, meaningless games in which I do it. My man Jim Harbaugh told me, hold my beer. Hold my beer. Because in the second iteration of an investigation in this season, this man is straight up living by the idea that if you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. He trying. That man trying, trying, Jack. And so when we... First brought this up, Big Flo, I don't want to steal your thunder. You made a correlation. Now, I want you to just, if you could, share that with the Ball BallHawk Sports Talk community today. Uh, you made a correlation about the success and the timing of this allegation. It's still just an allegation, but an investigation has ensued. Uh, share that with us, man. We'll, we'll, you you put some. You no, know, I had
1: to put some thought to it because you know I got my little chats and stuff. People come and bring it up, and I I had to go back and say, listen, okay. Let's look at a pattern of behavior. Circumstantial evidence is never enough, but it it does. It's damning. A couple years ago, Northwestern, North, North and, and Michigan. Since Harbaugh had been there prior to the 2021 season, they had the same amount of wins, right? I love my Northwestern Wildcats. You understand it, but Harbaugh gets paid a lot of money. He gets the number one recruits in the nation. So he does a lot. So, by the standard that they thought when they brought Harbaugh in, he wasn't doing well. Right? He was on the hot seat. They actually made him take a pay cut. All right. That's how much they were talking about firing him. All of a sudden, hottest team in the ten can't can't be beat. Smashing people, doing whatever. Um, you know, big friend, big fan of JJ McCarthy, but they were doing it with with McNamara. They were coming in, they were winning. Harbaugh still trying to get out of there, right? He's trying to interview for pro jobs all the time. He's doing what he's got to go do. Desperate man, desperate measures. Then you start looking at his post game. <clears throat> he gets dismantled by Georgia. He gets beat by TCU, which nobody thought would. You know, TCU turned out to be who we thought they were in the championship. Um, but. Very surprised that Michigan got beat by them, whatever. You start wondering, maybe this dude's cheating. They had a guy, uh Coach Gaddis, who was a really hot offensive coordinator. He goes down to Miami, they ready to fire him by midweek. They they unprecedented, they hired a new offensive coordinator without. Have you ever heard of a dude getting uh hiring a coach at a position and you haven't fired the other coach yet? Never. First in time ever. That's how much they didn't like what he was doing there. They wouldn't right. hire another guy. Rumors have gone there. McNamara goes to Iowa. He's a, this is a, a a guy who won a a Big Ten championship as a quarterback. Not really doing well there. I mean, where there's smoke, there's fire. I said, he's got well. They say you got to have opportunity, <laughs> motivation, opportunity, whatever. I don't know. I'm gonna get that wrong with the crime. But at the end of the day, the hot the the guy that they hired was an ex-military. I'm put a little hot sauce. I think he was a a, a military intelligence guy. Um, under the guise of being a recruiting coordinator, they're saying he was going to the games and studying the films and doing different things there. But can you explain? up? Uh, Michigan has always had great talent, and they've yeah. had this coach, and suddenly they went from the biggest underachievers in the Big Ten for the talent that they have to perennial power. So for though,
0: So. And, so if- Every
1: year, Harbaugh trying to get about it. He's trying to leave the scene of the crime.
0: So for those who don't know what we're talking about, Jim Harbaugh is now under this current investigation for sending um, this former military man wearing the title of recruiting something to games of opponents. And that person being at the game can use binoculars, steal signs helps prepare for the upcoming games now that is illegal NCAA so it's 1994 been illegal. it's been illegal it, it's illegal you can try to steal signs from the videos right? and like if you ain't cheating you ain't trying but there are there there are levels to this, levels that, to this. that level of cheating has been deemed too far too and so that's why he's under investigation and look everyone is comparing it to belichick and 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 we know the whole NFL cheats but to record somebody's walkthrough is a different level of cheating, this would be in the same ilk of that, meaning that you've gone too far if Jim Harbaugh is found guilty of this. Well, not guilty. I don't want to make it sound like it's a, a, a he's on trial. But there is an investigation. There will be an outcome, and we shall see. But Harbaugh has not nine lives. He's got 99 lives because... It seems as though every year at Michigan, there is either a speculation of a violation of some sort, an investigation of a violation of some sort, or flat out, you caught me red-handed, and yet this man is still driving the car of a premier Big Ten program, national powerhouse football program. The man's got nine lives, man, 99 lives.
2: But what's he, the so what's the status of the recruiting piece? Because that was still under investigation, also, right?
0: It was yeah. under investigation, but they had the self imposed three game or four what was it? three three games. That was self imposed. The NCAA right. has not decided what they're going to if they will add any so
2: penalty. he's got a pending case essentially and now new charges.
1: Yes. Yes. So I bet this had probably come up from that investigation. They start asking people stuff under oath, and they start saying, "All right, well, look, we got this dude over there Right. <laughs> him. The dude in fatigues with eye black, The dude who got it. <laughs> Only time you can wear blackface, when but you come in your special game, right? all, in. He's at the game in the stands with a high definition camera <laughs> and binoculars <laughs> and a walkie-talkie. Straight up, every Big Ten game, somebody got a picture because you know the internet is undefeated. Oh, once, yeah. once we find out what he looks like." There's going to be people all over the Big Ten that are going to be showing you pictures of this dude that they yeah, saw. at the
0: games. I, up, I give it a week stand.
1: at the concession stand. <laughs> they see he see he got mustard on his hot dog. You can tell he's from Chicago. <laughs> like you know, they're gonna be like they're gonna be on the dude.
0: Anybody that sells and, hot dogs, you can catch him. He go yeah. go, go and buy then, that hot dog. This list. is
1: my favorite. How about if he, he's claiming, look, I hey, I I tell everybody we we do this the right way, as if somehow somebody goes out unbeknownst to, your, to you and steals all this stuff and gives all the knowledge comes back and no one tells you how they did. They just tried to overachieve for the <laughs> boss man on, on a budget, <laughs> on a budget that they just, on his right. own dime, he went to all the big 10 games, dressed got, up in the big 10. He probably got, you going to his closet. He probably has uh Michigan state uh, outfits. He got Wisconsin <laughs> outfits, Ohio state, all in his closet. <laughs> he looked like coach 30 out there.
0: Right, right. All You're the J's different G's. costumes. Look, man, I blend it in just like a leprechaun and everything. My, son, my nephew's
1: team. on the team. I'm I'm recording
0: his dad. Can't make it. My nephew on the team. We, <laughs> <it's>, <laughs> the we on, shall God. see the outcome. Hardball, man. Come on, bro. If you're gonna cheat, don't get caught. I know they say if you ain't cheating, you ain't trying, but you ain't you supposed try. to get caught cheating, dog. Ain't nobody caught me with that monopoly money in my pocket. When I when I reneg his phase, you better believe I sell it, baby. You I'ma make sure those two, I'ma separate that book. So well that you ain't you ain't gonna remember it. You're just not gonna do it. You gotta be good at cheating if you're gonna cheat. Yourself. We at the I know, I told him myself, damn it. We at he the can intersection should be, be my partner, but I can't play against him. Can't play against him. Don't play against me. I'm cheating, baby. Because you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. We are at the intersection of competing and cheating. Harbaugh, you you comfortably at the intersection, my brother. Good luck to you and yet another investigation. Uh and when I say good luck, I don't mean it at all. Man walk around in them little tight uh, doggone khaki pants. He's annoying, uh, but they are playing well. I gotta give it to them; they are playing well uh, and cheating, cheating. They cheating well, I should say. And uh, but that topic brings me to the top twenty-five. Let's look at what the top twenty-five matchups are for this week. And as we do every week, because uh, baby, we getting there now, baby. I think we only down to we down we down to like maybe it's less. Than, there's less than ten undefeated teams down in college football. Don't quote me on the number, but there's less than 10. And so in this week, two of them are playing each other. So there will be one fewer undefeated team on the list of undefeated teams. Let's go top 25, man. You know how we do it. This is the Ball Hall Sports Talk. You cannot be at the intersection here. You have to, all the three of us, you have to pick a team that you are going to predict a win. Uh, we'll start with the number three. The, t- the game of the week, the big noon game is number three Ohio State versus number seven Penn State. It's a whiteout, baby. It's Happy Valley. Can Penn State get the monkey off their back and finally take a full stride into being the best team in the Big Ten? I'm gonna start with you on this one, ETP. Who you got? Number three, Ohio State versus number seven, Penn State.
2: Just because I don't really like the coach getting all emotional and sensitive about things, I'm going to have to go with Penn State to mop Ohio State. You got Penn what State? What is it, Ryan Day? That... Ron Day. Yeah, yeah, R- Ryan, Ryan Day. Yeah, Ryan Day. When he was, like, about to cry because Lou Holtz said – some football stuff
0: yeah because the analyst was an analyst right (laughs) yeah i don't yeah anyway there's a lot of sensitivity right close dug
1: deep though he said the team ron dane days coach whatever ryan days coach ohio state is soft so
0: that's personal though no he said that the teams that that he is coached have been soft but at the same time that's That's what what analysts say man he didn't say ryan day was soft he didn't nah, say, "Look, I man, say Ryan Day get smacked up and get his lunch money too. You took. coach a soft He's...
1: brand, a moist brand of football. That's what he told him. That's the salt to the shit. <laughs> I, mean, I got that has to be addressed. I hate all. I
0: look, man. Freaking C.D. Lamb calling out um, Steve Smith. You got uh, Michael Parsons yes, he calling is. out. Uh, Who did he call out? He called out. I don't know if it was. He, he called he out basically like... all the media for talking about the Cowboy gentlemen." They are analysts. Their job is to analyze. And sometimes what they pro- provide in the way of analysis might not be favorable to you or your team. Go prove them wrong. I was going to get it, man. A lot of sensitivity. Ryan Day, I, that was sensitive. I, I, I got you on that one, ETP. Uh, now, Mr. Big Ten himself. Got go to go with you, Big Flow Show. I know you would hope for both of these teams to lose, um, but it don't work that way. Uh, we got number three, Ohio State versus number seven, Penn State. Who are you going with, Big cloak?
1: I've never liked Ohio State. Always always got on my nerves. Ohio State fans get on my nerves. Yes, I'm talking to you. Um, Penn State really pissed me off. We played Penn State. They faked, took a knee, and threw a touchdown pass to cover. So I hate their guts. But I, I kind of feel like they're going to win. <laughs> I don't know why. I kind of feel like they win. I feel like Ohio State's kind of fraud this year it's not that good man if they can cover your boy i don't think their quarterback is all that i don't know i'm gonna go ahead and say penn state by three
0: you're gonna penn state by three um i'm gonna be the the outcast here you, i man? think i think that the whiteout situation would have been better to be a night game right um high noon i think gives ohio state a little bit of an advantage um because although they're playing away, uh, or are they not? No, wait a minute. They're not playing. You can't away. do a whiteout. Oh, never house. mind. Sorry, <laughs> I'm, just, I'm sorry. I'm that was all wrong. I, I I definitely going with Ohio State now. They're playing in the horseshoe. I'm going with Ohio State. I totally messed that up though. I thought that was a whiteout. It's not.
1: I said you uh, can't do a whiteout at somebody else's house.
0: It's somebody else's house. The reason <laughs> I said whiteout is because what's the big man name? Um, ah, that's gonna drive me crazy. The Played for the Chicago Bears, a comedian, big dude. Uh, D-Line. Yeah, Spice Adams. Spice Adams. Spice Adams just posted something with him going back to Happy Valley and run up the stairs. It was funny. So I just assumed that it was at Happy Valley. Uh, I'm going to cut that, rewind, edit it. It's going to be uh, played at the Horseshoe. So I'm definitely going to Ohio State. I think Ohio State wins it. Penn State is just little brother to Ohio State. Some teams just don't, for some reason, man. They don't play well against other teams, and, and Penn State doesn't play well against Ohio State. I would love to see Coach Franklin do it, but I'm going uh, Ohio State to win now. Then you got uh, Florida State is hosting Duke. Florida State, number four, still undefeated. They're hosting number 16. Team Duke only got one blemish on their record, to Notre Dame. Uh, but Duke has played great. I don't think the quarterback is back yet. He had a high ankle sprain. Um, it is going to be in Tallahassee. Uh, who you got? Florida State versus number 16. Number four, Florida State versus number 16. Duke. I'll start with you on this with Big Flow Show. Who you got? I'm so
1: impressed with the defense that they have at Duke. Their defensive line is a bunch of gangsters that come off the ball. <sighs> the quarterback situation, I have not seen the replacement quarterback and what he's done and who they've played since he got hurt to Notre Dame. I don't know if they had a bye or, if there, or what's going on, so... It's hard to do it, but I, I refuse to, to go for Florida State, so I'm going to go for Duke all the way, baby. Duke
0: pig and Duke. Duke pig and Duke. ETP, who you got? You got Florida State hosting Duke number four, Florida State hosting number 16, Duke. Uh, it is an ABC 7.30 p.m. primetime game, although most people won't be watching it because they'll be watching primetime's game. Uh, who, who, who you got on the, in that matchup?
2: So until further notice – I'm not convinced. Duke is a basketball school. This is not a basketball game. Florida State by six. I like that pick.
0: Uh, I got to go with Florida State, too, man. They're hot. They got some amazing receivers. That catch that one receiver made last week, one hand. Um, I mean, that dude is, is special. The Michigan yes, State man. transfer. Florida State has got some weapons. Ooh, A zero? Yeah, he's nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh nice. I don't, I'm bad with numbers, but the, the Michigan Him State nice. transfer. But they he, he he's just you know six foot five and and can get the, the radius and catch radius is crazy. So I'm going Florida State. But I wouldn't be surprised if Duke is able to pull off that upset. Um while they are basketball school ETP. I do agree. That defense is amazing. That defense a lot. One of the kids is a Jersey kid. Roman Oban, uh, his son, big Roman Oban son plays for them. Um, I think it will be much more competitive than Duke, Florida State in the past, but I think Florida State wins it. All right. You got number uh, 11, Alabama, uh, will be hosting number 17, Tennessee. Tennessee had all of this momentum going into the season. If they want to get back on track, this is their chance to do it. It's a 3 30 p.m. CBS game. Uh, who you got? Alabama hosting Tennessee. I'll start with you on this one. ETP. Who you picking? Alabama or the Volunteers?
2: Bama. They can't be that bad yet.
0: Um, <laughs> uh, Big Flow Show. Who you got?
1: I haven't watched a lot of either of them this year, but I um Bama, like I said, Bama just not gonna be just trash. They're not gonna just keep losing. <laughs> Bama you can't do, do it, too right? Too. Nah, I just
0: can't do it. Yeah, I, 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 gotta go with Bama on this one too, for the very reason that I don't think you can drop that fast, that quick. But also, man, um, you know, they, you say again, as Clemson, as Clemson, uh-huh. but also, uh-huh. <laughs> but also, uh, I do think that they finally. Their quarterback is finally making plays, and um, they've decided on a quarterback. And so I'm going to go with Alabama on that one. Um, The other ones that we have, I think it's one more. No, two more. We've got number 14, Utah, has to go down to that place called USC. They play in the Coliseum, and USC is going to be looking to bounce back. Caleb Williams is going to be looking um, to disprove that Notre Dame student who said "Show me your nails, not bitch." He's going to be you going to be out to prove something if he's got any chance whatsoever to be back in the Heisman talks. It's got to happen now against the number fourteen um, Utah. Uh, so I'll start with you on this one. Uh, who did I start with last time? Big Flow Show. Uh, who you got? Utah at USC.
1: I'll say you don't like to get a team after they had a big loss like that where they're going to regroup and rally the troops and do whatever. But I'm going to tell you, Utah is the most underrated team in the country every year, in my opinion. They're always a really good team and never get any respect. As much as I would love to see Caleb go lose lose again – I do think that he's gonna have to bounce back because he got so much money on the line. He probably didn't get his, you know, he probably forgot to get his nails done when he played against Notre Dame. Did you check his nails? Did they show anything? They didn't show the nails. They didn't. The probably nails. he probably he messed. He's superstitious. He probably messed around and didn't go to the salon at the time. You know, Soft Bend lacks some of the amenities <laughs> that other places have. But I'm gonna I'm gonna say USC bounces back and wins this
0: game. USC wins it. Uh, ETP, who you got? Utah has to go to the Coliseum and play USC.
2: Who wins? They're going to roll up there in their NIL trucks, and Utah (laughs) is going to give USC their second consecutive loss. I'll take it. I like that.
0: Uh, I forgot they got the trucks. Uh, I will say I think Caleb Williams bounced back. Uh, I hope he doesn't, but like, <laughs> I know, really don't. The hater in yeah, me, let's, let me be clear. Let me look right here in this camera right here. The which hater in me. Camera, which we using today? The, the hater in me hopes that they lose again. I hope he throws three more interceptions. I hope he goes from now, probably about fourth or fifth on the Heisman watch list now after the loss to Notre Dame. I think I hope he goes from fifth to 50th. All right. So let me be clear. That's what I hope. But the analyst in me, uh thinks that he bounces back and USC wins that game. So we shall see. Uh while it's not a top 25 matchup, I just wanted to say because I think LSU did a great job. They're playing Army this week. LSU, if you haven't gotten a chance to see it, Google it. But they camouflaged their uh touchdown, the end zones. So I think it's just it was a good showing of respect to the Army. So shout out to, to LSU. Wanted to make sure I got that in there. LSU's quarterback is. Balling right now so um wanted to make sure i gave them a shout out because i think we have to pay more respect to our military and armed services so shout out to lsu for doing that uh and in terms of top 25 matchups that is it actually uh in terms of two top 25 teams so that is our prediction aspect of the show uh let us know what you think we gave you the top 25 matchups who's playing whom Uh, Let us know, will you be watching Coach Prime? Because there are other slots. That USC-Utah game is prime time, right? We've got these prime time games. Let us know who you're going to watch. Who will you be watching? What game will you be watching this weekend? Um, NCAA football. All right, we're down to a few minutes, man. So let's sprint through it. Um, The first thing I wanted to make sure I brought up is, is that they added some sports to the Olympics. We know in 2024, we got sports like breaking and all these other things been added. Now they added some additional sports for the 2028 Olympics. And the 2028 Olympics will include flag football. Uh, I I like the flag football we added because that is as American as the American pie football itself. Um, I then ask you two. Who you think should be on those teams? Should it be like the dream team situation where the pros play, or should it be the pre-dream team situation where it's collegiate players? And so let's set this up because I think y'all disagree. Um, have at it, gentlemen. Who should be the roster for our 2028 flag football team for these Americas? <laughs>
1: I will let the uh, bearded gentleman go first.
0: <laughs> so I was going to say the light skinned gentleman.
2: Go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> Before we got on here, I was thinking college would be the right thing to do because there's just too much advantage for the pro athletes. Because how many professional football players are there that are not that are not American citizens? I'm sure without doing the math, it's a very small pool. But now that I think about it, I even want to go away from the college side. Although for college athletes, I think it would be great to expand their earning potential from an NIL standpoint. It gives them a global platform. It opens up the market for them. It helps to forward the the expansion of football globally. And it's not as much of a slaughterhouse as it would be if they were pro athletes. The alternative would be to get retired athletes. Like, I'd love to see Terrell Owens in a flag football. Bro, that's home. what you're
0: doing, bro. You're gonna start with Terrell Owens. I'm your man. I can't be the first person you throw out, bro. I'm offended, bro. I can't are we be
1: doing gotta, like a, Are they doing Olympic like a three trials. Mississippi pass rush? Because I could come in there on a three Mississippi <laughs> I pass I can't pass be the
0: first <laughs> person, even if it was just ceremonial, just throw my name out there, dog. Let me give it. I want to be I want try out or something. Uh, I, 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 I don't
1: really are you done with your argument.
0: No, no, I was saying look at Tom. Tom, Tom thinks the three of us could be that's because Tom knows what he's saying. Tom. Tom
1: is a very important person. Thank you, Tom. Tom understand. Very, you, Tom. Tom very I person. didn't I didn't know we had such expertise. viewing man, you had Tom, I, I, I only bring the best to the show to watch the show.
0: Big flow. Like so you you don't, I like that. Yeah, I don't I like he,
1: he's, I'm I'm gonna protest right now. So everybody, you guys don't know what goes in the show. We get on this thing, the crack of dumb, We start having arguments and talk. And I didn't want to give too much of my argument away because I knew ETP would punk out and realize I was right. And so I should have let him go first. This is not the argument that this man had earlier. He had all a different argument. I'm talking right now. That's my
0: opening statement. <laughs> I have the conch. And so
1: all of a sudden now, this man going to change his whole argument from what we had before. So I'm going to dominate the other I said college one. athletes. Yeah, this is a jerk. So look, I thought the pros was interesting. I didn't know they were going to do it. But he's going to change it. So he almost ate me because I was all ready for it. And he just switched it. The funny part is he switched it to kind of what my solution was going to be that I tried to hold back. So I will say he didn't know that. I Okay, so the pro athletes would be kind of cool. To get the guys who are like in the prime of their careers, who you know don't really need the mini camp, um, the college athletes I think would be tough because you know, historically, before the dream team came along, you had basketball players and you had to line up to the year that you came out of college, and it was that summer between the NBA and did whatever. When NBA is just you're missing summer league, so it really wasn't that big of a deal. You could go win yourself an Olympic gold and come back. The problem with football. And I think we talked about this with baseball and whatever is timing. Like that's a very important time when we have the Olympics for college football. So right. if you're trying to be the, I mean, you're probably going to be a starter on your team if they had you, but what college team is going to want to give up and, and let their, let their players go out there and go do this. When you're trying to prep for a season, to win a national championship or a conference championship. And if you're a guy trying to go to the NFL, why do something that you could potentially get yourself hurt? That's kind of meaningless. And, and, so to speak, you know, in the NBA, they already got drafted. They already got their money. By the time you got to the Olympic team, the draft had already happened, right? Right. You'd already been around. You already knew what you were going to do. It wasn't frowned upon or whatever. So I actually was thinking exactly what Ellis switched over to try not to get defeated in this debate (laughs) is I thought recent guys who had just hung up the cleats, kind of like reminding me of um, the basketball tournament that they do, you know, that they do on – yeah. Where it's like you got guys who are like either overseas guys or freshly out guys that still have a little sum, but maybe they can't play in the NBA. I was thinking we have enough guys in that realm that like I right, I just finished playing my college ball. I didn't make it to the NFL. I gave up. Maybe it's two or three years out. I gave up. Still better than anybody from Bangladesh or wherever who's gonna be trying to come out with a with a team out there. Um and that that's who you should go with. But I just it's interesting. You either got to get the guys, again, make it a dream team and go out there and dominate, and all the NFL saying, now we're going to risk our – kind of put out all of our collective, um, you know, whatever you want to call, assets to risk at the same time, but they can just go dominate everybody or, or not. But the college athletes, I just didn't think it would work out that way. And El- I obviously can miss Ellis in the green room because he switched it.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I – uh... I'd have to say, man, let me look at this. I'd have to say I agree with both of you, although I don't know how we got to this weird path where the uh, arguments converged. But I think it's a, a great argument. did <laughs> you. And I'll say this, man. If, I can't you just
1: fucked if me up I am can you back me up I'm to I'm, Ellis backpedal, he switches up argument No, he's not a I didn't call, hold, hold, hold on. We both all
2: we on. came with an argument that wasn't what we were talking about. But that being said, if I'm a nineteen year old uh, NFL prospect that plays college football. If I'm an agent for that person, if I'm a marketing consultant, I'm telling them you better go play in the Olympics in flag football so that we can have people in Amsterdam wearing your jersey. Yo, I, I would just
0: love to see this hypothetical yeah. person that you just threw out, uh Big Flow Show. Like I, I'm visualizing it and now I can't unsee it. This person in Bangladesh trying to run a nine route or a curl, bro, and never have played football again, man. I can't wait to... I, you have now made me so excited to watch flag football in the Olympics in these be countries that have never done it. And everybody <laughs> wants to go to the Olympics. Everyone wants to be in the Olympic Village. Everyone wants at least the opportunity to represent their country. So there's going to be these countries that have never done it before, running the non route, running a, a slant. I cannot wait to see this, man. I, this is brilliant. Whoever came up with this, brilliant. Brilliant! This is this is great. I love it. Uh, Can you imagine? Though, man.
1: Somebody sees somebody trying to cover Cheetah, who's never, <laughs> never covered, before. never played before. Oh my god! Like just but you know that there's also a danger level too because these dudes might just run up and tap. You know, like right, just they the don't rules. understand flagging. We don't hit like what you yeah, watched well, in man. London
0: that we don't like. This is the flag part. You got to pull the flag. I know. Uh,
1: I love to see my son out there somehow. We go to Haiti. Haiti, if y'all try to pull a team together so talk to Straight you.
0: up. Dual citizenship. Let's rock, yeah, let's baby. Out. This is this gonna be fun, man. Again, uh, if you got
1: three Mississippi rule on the pass rush, I got three snaps left in me, but then I'll probably pull a hamstring.
0: If if you win, I think I, I'm representing my i am I'm I'm wearing my medal to the barber shop. If I won the flag football gold Olympic, medal in the Olympics, for sure. I don't know if I'm doing that, if I won, because in 2024, they're adding breakdancing. Do you wear your medal? Absolutely. Around? Break you, for sure. Break, I'm the best breakdancer in the world.
1: Come on. <laughs> you
2: know, best anything I mean, but in the are world. you?
0: Like, that's one of the ones like you're the best breakdancer that was there, right? You you know, I not be the break, best breakdancer in the world. How do who's you, the how judges, you know though? how
2: do you put an asterisk when it's the global competition? <laughs> who's the judge? <laughs> like, oh, he dancing, just this dude was sick for the Olympics. <laughs> the hell know, with he he Where he do you get the eligible. judges for
0: the breakdancing though? Like it's got to be like American Idol type. I don't know, man. Yeah, who, who's
3: that, an
1: expert right now? Who can tell weird. yourself? Boogaloo Shrimp is probably dead, right? From breaking. Boogaloo <laughs> Shrimp, he got to be dead right now. So, who who can say that there's an expert in breakdancing?
0: I don't know. But this is th- the fact Is that, that Winter break-ins. Olympics
1: or Summer Olympics?
0: Summer Olympics. Breakdancing. Is that a Coming up. Sport? It's in the 2024, so we're not far away. Is from this it, on we-
1: cardboard or are we inside? I mean, we, we got to figure <laughs> out what are the rules here. <laughs> i don't know i don't know
0: i don't know and and here's my challenge musically what are we playing here like you you got the entire globe like what do some some people break dance to and i'll say this man because it's just interesting like freestyle on this show the same beat (laughs) the title is called at the intersection Breakdancing is at the intersection officially now of sports business and entertainment shout out to breakdancing. This is the revolution. Is the
1: stadium the corner? Like, do you have it, like, on the corner? Or are we going to be, like, in the studio? Like, you know what I'm saying? It can't be too sterile of an environment. Oh, I like Tom. Tom, you
0: my guy. I would pay to watch Big Flow show. Coach the breaking, the breakdancing. You should coach the Haiti breakdancing. If you want to go all Haiti, you should submit your resume right now to coach the breakdance team of Haiti. You should do this, yeah, my brother.
1: Yeah, I, I, can, I might be able to put a soundtrack together for you, but after that, we can't. Kind of, <laughs> kind of I might be able to judge the, the cardboard, make sure it's just the right side, all that kind of stuff. I'm more of an operations guy. <laughs> I, don't this, know, this, I don't know if I'm a coach. This man.
0: is the definition that everybody gets a trophy, fellas. We have gotten to the point where I love breakdancing, but I'm not certain I want to see it in the Olympics. But hell, it, they added it. I'm watching it. Let's go. Let's go yeah <laughs> uh <laughs> other topics man because in addition to break dancing and i do think that the um flag football is going to be men and women because women flag football is taking off so i do think flag football is men and women in the 2028 olympics like i gotta look, look look a little deeper into that uh but i use that as my transition to get to We're at the intersection of sport where all of these amazing, high-profile, highly coveted sports are, are, are on TV and we're watching them live. The surprise of maybe the last several weeks has been the WNBA. We had a final with the Las Vegas Aces and the New York Liberty. ETP is now officially our resident expert after suggesting they do something else and and, and making everybody come after us. He came around, did a, a full of 180 about face. And not only did he support by watching on TV, this brother went to our game where well, we no. had the finale. Oh, you, know you ain't I, went to, I didn't go to a game, dog. I didn't go to you a game, to I went to My games. Bad. My bad. I went to
1: the finals. The funniest finals. part about it is Ellis is the most critical. Of the WNBA, I'm out of us, but strange. he has all the facts. He's got memorabilia. I think did somebody thought you their draws after the game. I mean, so players. critical, yo. So I'm a mascot
2: on the low. You don't know on the low. <laughs> he doesn't want us to realize
1: it. Dude, but the, we the had star,
0: we had it probably. very, uh, le, and we could set this debate up. I said it was a good game because it was competitive. But the truth of the matter is it came down to the final shot. The New York Liberty had a chance uh, to, to win the game. And instead, the I don't even remember who the guard was. She shot an air ball. Was well, she D'd up real nice? No, no, no. It was a uh, – <laughs> no. Stewie got the ball, um, The, the it out of a double team. It was a great – the ball movement was great. Went to um, the short corner to a guard. And we're talking like 15 feet. It wasn't a deep three. It's 15 feet, and it was an air ball. And all of the all passion it, that it, I had in that moment, like, yeah. All it it. kind of went out the window with a 15-foot air ball. Was so, it
1: over, or did, did, did it go over from one side it to the went other, over, or did it
0: go short? went over. It wasn't short. It wasn't short. It went over.
1: They say uh, never leave a putt short. So is that better air ball over? Yeah, uh,
0: maybe. It's still uh. an air ball to lose the game.
1: No um, so, backboard or nothing? No backboard.
0: <laughs> nothing. She didn't touch nothing. It was whiff. Try I'm trying for you, Stewie. Yeah. It was, <laughs> it, it was, it, it was it, No, Stewie didn't shoot the air ball. Stew, oh. Stewie was, I would, I would have preferred either Ionesca or Stewie to take over in that moment, but they made the right basketball play. Uh, the guard that shot the air ball. She used offhand, or was it offhand? She was (laughs) just off. Period. Way off. I hope it was a floater. It was was anticlimactic because I thought up to that point the WNBA. You look at the fanfare. If you if you if you watched it on TV, there were celebrities galore at the game. Galore, and there were there were tons of celebrities. And I thought it was very competitive up to that moment. And while it was an anticlimactic moment, I think that the momentum that the the WNBA has seized over the last several months um, is here to stay. What do you guys think? Because a lot of people did tune in to this WNBA finals. And this season, I think, was the, the breakthrough season where they finally have embraced their role and they are, sitting at the table when it comes to being at the intersection of sports business and entertainment what say you guys i'll start with you on this with etp cuz i think you're very opinionated i can see you i can see it in your face you got the you got the final's towel so you are the you've earned the right to start this debate off what
2: say you look i think that they are setting the stage up for Angel Reese and Caitlin Clark to come into the WNBA and really, hopefully take the league to the next level. I mean, they obviously, they, they configured the two teams. The aces were perennial favorites. They're stacked. They didn't even have Candace Parker who was injured. So they were super deep coming on, you know, uh, repeat champions. I, I forgot New you. York Liberty have two a current MVP, a former MVP, one of the top prospects ever in the history of the league, and Sabrina, UNESCO. So they like created these power team, you know, uh, super teams to help elevate the the visibility of the game, and it and it delivered to an extent. And now we'll see if the next generation comes and, and elevates it further. So it. It's an interesting time. It's exciting. We'll see. It. We'll see what they can pull off. And they're and they're expanding. They're going to uh, Oakland, and I think it's another city, but Oakland for sure. Oakland for sure. And
0: I'll say this to your point, talking about Caitlin, um, to see her play in a freaking stadium. Iowa took a page out of the Nebraska volleyball playbook and set up this. I don't know if it was uh, Hawkeye Madness, uh, the Midnight Madness or whatever it was, but they set up a a situation where they put a a basketball court in the football stadium, and I'll mess up the numbers, but over like 50,000 people are watching them play basketball, and the picture of it looks surreal. Uh, I think that by doing that, and I don't know how intentional it is. I think it's more global. I'm sure that NCAA basketball is not working hand in hand with the WNBA. But I think more globally, what we're trying to do for women's basketball, I think that these women, young women, are ready for prime time. Right. And look, Angel Reese in the same week is the first athlete to be signed by this new Reebok basketball venture by Shaq oh, sure. and um uh Allen Iverson so she's the first before any of the, the the primetime you know NCAA college basketball names all one and done guys right you could have picked any of them no it, it it's it's the Barbie it, it it's Reese and so I think that they are pumping all of the right resources into basketball and I think it is a it's a it's right it is very right uh to take off Big Flow Show, what say you, man? Uh, We got the final that we had asked for. The Aces now become the first team since uh, a long time, 2001 or so, to repeat in the WNBA. Uh, So what say you, man?
1: Well, before I get a chance to not take a shot at somebody, though, they wrong because they talk about how uh, Kalen Clark had more points than – Iowa has put up ever in that stadium in the last couple of seasons <laughs> that she had at the game. And I thought that was, that's disrespectful. So You're going
0: to kick a man while he's down. I want
1: to just issue. bring it up. It is wrong that <laughs> they said that. <laughs> but it's true. She but anyway
0: lighting it up. Though. She, be she lighting it up. It up. Um, I don't know. I
1: watched the game by accident. Like, it was nothing on. I was looking around. I picked it up. And I started, I, you know, it's like one of those things like, oh, my God. Why are so many people here? Oh, this is the finals? I didn't realize what I was watching because I don't follow it that much. I thought it was good basketball. When I was watching it, I was entertained. I thought it was good basketball. I, ETP, I can't get mad at his opinion because I feel like he's actually put something into it. Like he goes to the games, he watches it. So he has the right to be critical because it's an educated educated criticalness. Mine is a little less. But I, I thought it was good basketball. I, I missed the air ball, luckily, because I, I found a, I think it was Middle Tennessee State against uh, Nantucket State in football, and that took my attention away. So, I think that it was. I don't know. I, I watched it. I thought it was good. I respect the game. I think it's coming. I do think when we start getting some big name stars, when they kind of leap into college, yeah. because we're gonna just keep creeping. And I think it's just some stick to itness that the NBA has with just keeping this going, even though it hasn't been making money. Um, I don't know. I, I think. I think college. I think women's basketball is is stepping up. Uh, That's a very coming on there.
0: That's a very politically correct way to describe what they've been doing financially. It, they not they haven't just been not making money, they've been losing, they've been in the red, red, but there's some stick to itness
1: that's ah. that's going on, and we're gonna start to bring some of that NIL with it to kind of do it. Maybe they should you know what they should start doing? They should start having WNBA games every so often, do a tour and play them in college stadiums.
0: Maybe I bet I, you I Phil think that's a great idea. Up. I say I say this because what's up, friends? Lionel Phillips? What's up, good bro? He says, let's see if guys will buy Angel Reese's sneak.
1: That's a little rough. You got you going a little far, Lionel. I know yeah. it's early.
0: <laughs> but hey, but 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 the question, Would which might be rhetorical, I think the question is, well, I'm sure they're not going to design it for just women. Now, man, these no, days, no, man, no. there ain't no just woman shoe or man shoe. These, this everything is not weird, though, female universal female shoe. I, I think the point that he's trying to make is the same point that I was trying to make in terms of do you tune in? We can be virtue signalers all we want. We can say the right things about how pay equity is unfair. Pay inequity is unfair. We can do all, like when the U.S. women's national team, soccer team, made their case, every man with a daughter who had a Facebook, there was just a lot of virtue signaling that people did about, yeah, they're right. But the truth of the matter is, follow the dollar. Put your money where your mouth is. Either tune in and watch the games. Either buy the sneakers. Or, or the other only other option is, be a part of the problem. So I think his rhetorical question, in that rhetorical question, says something. Like, are we going to support it? Because Lord knows, I done bought some ugly sneakers from, I went and bought some ugly, I bought Shaq sneakers. Because it no, was Shaq? No, you didn't. All right, I did. I'm, exactly.
3: <laughs> no, I almost did. did. <laughs> you no, right you did not buy no
1: Shaquille O'Neal. Right? They're, They're only like, coming I'm high times. <laughs> I almost
0: did, though. I'm lying about that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm to think, I bought some Shaqs. Yeah. I bought some Harden's that were ugly. I bought some Harden's that were ugly. I did. They were ugly. I bought them because they were Harden's. I did. Adidas. I did that for real. Shaq I didn't
2: buy that. That's no excuse because like you were a fully, fully grown man by that time.
0: Yes, but I wanted to support hard.
2: <laughs> but did you I get did the did you get
1: the big baller brand? <laughs> did you did you Not get the, about that life? Not yet. They're coming back. Did you let yourself hoop in some big baller brand? No,
0: they made an adjustment. Big baller brand made an adjustment more like a leisure shoe now where he, he's selling slides.
1: More of a slide. <slides>.
0: Like, and, you know what? He, didn't, before, and he didn't have the money. The he
1: just told boy. you, just step on the back. I know you're never going to hoop on him. So just step on the back and, and turn look, it into a slide.
0: Look, I hate to make light of the situation, but my man, Lonzo Ball, is out for the entire season. So everybody who ever contemplated Big Ball and Brands looking at them injuries like, man, I'm so glad i never wore awarded sneakers player. Um, he didn't wear him. He I don't know. a sticker on top of the Jordan. <laughs> I, I, I think that uh, Lionel's point, will we buy the sneakers? There, That's a loaded question that also comes with responsibility. If we think that women and women basketball players or athletes in general, but in this case, women basketball players deserve the same cachet and respect because they are producing high-quality basketball on the court, then we do have to, from a commerce standpoint, put our money where our mouth is. So as long as they have a color that that works with my closet and they you look know, you nice. You got every
1: color in your closet, so you know you got excuses already. I'm on. saying,
0: and they look nice, I'd buy 'em. I'll trade them for I'll trade them for my hardens. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'll give you two James Hardens for one. Slip. <laughs> yeah. Angel Reese flop.
0: Uh, uh that sets <laughs> itself for the NBA, man. Uh, it's never too early to make a prediction. Um I know that drew holiday wanted to retire a Milwaukee buck. He made that very clear. Uh, who do you think moves the needle more? Most of that trade. You think drew holiday going to, I know we said this before, but, but before we make our NBA predictions are all too early, but, but never too late or never too early, always too late predict whatever they're going to be. We're going to make some predictions here. Who's going to come out this NBA thing. Uh, Lakers look terrible without LeBron last night, by the way. Um, who do you think benefited more drew holiday being in a celtic uniform or dame tom lillard being in a bucks uniform we've got a chance to see it now what, what do you think i'm going to you on first uh etp for obvious reasons and i think you can you can restrain yourself from being a homer on this one and give us an objective opinion so what do you think
2: uh I think that, I mean, they're both scary. Like, they're both super scary. I think the Celtics will make more sense immediately just because I think it's going to take some time for the Bucks to adjust and figure out, you know, hierarchy and yeah. how to play together with two, I mean, generational talents, scoring machines, very different styles of play. So I think they're going to have to work out some of the kinks, but I think, I mean, Drew Holiday, you know, is accustomed to fitting in and adapting to any environment and making an impact. So I think he'll come in. I think they've got a good system. They've got a, a point guard now. So that's really all that they were. How did I they afford the Celtics.
0: I feel like Drew Holiday must've been at the point in his career where he was very liberal in taking what they offer. Because other than that, is he at the point where he just wants to win because when I saw Drew Holiday, I'm like, there's no way that the Celtics should be able to afford him. Now, granted, the Tatum, the, the, the real payday for Tatum's coming next year, but I just didn't see how the, the Celtics afforded him. And yes, I'm hating. I'm hating. I'm a Miami Heat fan, so I'm hating. Clearly, I, I had some objection to Drew Holiday being in Boston. But how do they afford him? Doesn't that seem impossible after they just paid Brown?
2: No, I mean, Drew Holiday wasn't a highly paid At player like i don't even know what i don't know how much let's see how much he makes i thought he
0: was still from a point guard perspective still highly coveted so you'd have to pay him for the the market
2: yeah i mean 30 he's making 35 million this year so that's a lot that's more than what i make yeah (laughs) slightly
1: i was available
0: (laughs) yeah Adjusted no for inflation. <laughs> uh, who do you think? Uh, <laughs> gets the I'll do I'll I mean, do
2: that job thirty five times for a million dollars. How about that? There it is.
0: <laughs> I'm, I'm with you as well on that. Uh, Big flow show. Who you say, man? You think? Because look, Drew Holiday in a Celtics uniform should scare the entire NBA. Like he makes them better. And Marcus Smart was a good point guard. He was a spark plug. He was tenacious on defense. He was a willing shooter and understood where to make the pass. But Marcus Smart ain't no damn Drew Holiday when it comes to being a point guard. And Mark and Drew Holiday, defensively, he ain't the same as Marcus Smart, but he's a good defender. So I I, I think the whole league should be scared of that. Drew Holiday being in a Celtics uniform with Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown already there. Uh but it is Dame time, right? Dame time with Giannis. What say you when you look at those two? Situations? You know, Drew,
1: Jew's Drew, been a winner, right? He's come from winning. He's he's been in programs that's won. Dame just been perennial individual player. And and I just feel like when I the jury's out. When you start to get a guy like that, now you gotta put him onto a team, you know, the system is gonna try to win a championship. As much as I like to see Dane win, because I you know I like him, seems like a good you know good guy. I like to see it work out. I love like I like Giannis. I just got to see it, man. I don't know. I think sometimes when you pull a guy out of a, a program that's that's this perennial sucky program, and you put him in something else, that's the biggest adjustment. I feel like Drew doesn't have the same adjustment. He's gonna he's going from a winning team to another winning team, just where he can be a piece, right. So my gut is gonna say, I hate all things Boston except ETP, but I had to say that that's a scarier position at this juncture. I think I agree otherwise,
0: because the Celtics have culture, and yeah, I think it aligns with what Milwaukee did. They homegrown. Yeah, they built it. I gotta say that too, man. All right, so it's never too early to make predictions. Who do we have coming out of the East? Who do we have coming out of the West? We're at the intersection. It's the beginning of the year, which is basically flip a coin. We'll be at the end of the year. We're at that intersection, man. So this is the time that we make the all too early, all too late, or whatever we're doing predictions. Uh, If you're going to say a team, just tell me why. Who you got coming out of the East? I'll start with you on this one, Big Flow Show.
1: Can't do it. Milwaukee. I uh, can't do it. Yeah. Milwaukee, going out of the east. It's just going to take a while to get good. It's going to be kind of like the heat where they started off kind of goofy and they figured it out. So I'm, so I'm going to go to Milwaukee. You go to Milwaukee. In the east. But then, I mean, we know what time it is. Lakers and six. I mean, come on. What do we
0: doing? I didn't even ask about the west yet. We so you, you're picking the Lakers out of the west.
1: Thought, I thought we said.
0: All right, I'm we Go west too. I'm you're outside. picking the Lakers We're out. Lakers in six. And then Lakers winning the championship. And six. It's uh, ETP, we'll do it that way. Who you got coming out of east? Who you got coming out of west? Who you got winning it all?
2: I'm gonna go a rematch of what was that? The 2022 finals, yeah.
0: Posting the late shows,
1: like you it's just had be- to sit sure. there. You know, here's the funniest part about this story. I hate to digress. This is actually a northwestern thing, but they call Lake Show and I got somebody to give it to me. My wife is like, what are we doing with this? I said, man, just put it on my desk. Right. Last night. She's like, what have just been sitting downstairs forever? And I'm like, oh hell yeah! This
0: came <laughs> out. I got my turn. Oh my show, gosh, baby. the Lake Show child.
2: That, that oh, looks God. like copyright infringement. That
0: definitely me. is, like, man. Nobody's <laughs> suing
2: Northwestern because any Y'all good? <laughs> yeah. oh, uh, I think somebody's actually is suing Northwestern right now. <laughs> Damn, God, have to go there. You
0: well, you got, let, me have <laughs> you let me have my moment. You could let me have my moment. Out the
2: East, out the West, and who wins it all, ETP? 2022 NBA Finals rematch with a different outcome. I'm going to say Golden State versus Boston Celtics. Celtics in six. They can't win without pool. Uh Damn. I, I, I got to go with
0: uh out of the West. I do think that Golden State comes out the West again with CP3 there. And I'm and gonna go Chris off Paul Chris Paul. Hot Chris Paul. <laughs> Chris Paul finally gonna be healthy, I think. Uh I'm gonna go off the beaten path, man. Oh, I Chris think Paul's that uh um, somehow so I'm not gonna do that. I I, I wanna say, do
2: y'all think the Knicks gonna be good this year? They'll be as good as they were last year. No, I thought I think the Knicks are gonna be all right. This well, they year. might be a three seed. They could be a three seed. Yeah, I was
0: thinking they might actually be good this year. They they kept some young talent, developed it, and I like the pieces they put around them. But I I will say I think um I think Boston comes out of the East. I think it's Boston uh, against Golden State. Golden State wins again uh, is my prediction. So the never too early, always too late, always too early, never too late. Whatever it is, predictions NBA. Uh, for those of you who are still with us. Let us know who you got winning, the NBA. Who's going to win? We at that intersection, man. We at the beginning of the NBA season. We're at the end of the WNBA season. Let us know who you got coming out of the NBA East, out of the NBA West, who you got winning it all. Go ahead because we know we like you to uh, participate. Like we ask every week, like, comment, share, tag, and friend, tag, and post, tag, anybody you know. And please subscribe to the YouTube channel and the podcast. Let's go home with this. Um. Uh, MLB is also in its playoffs, so y'all make sure y'all look that up. We're not even gonna go home with that. I think we gotta go home with the funniest. You gotta respect a man who is a man of his word, but sometimes being a man of your word could be costly. Um, Amari, uh, how do you say his name? Amran, i Amran St. Brown of the Detroit Lions, formerly of the or USC.
1: The Fantasy football team.
0: He's on the he's on the mouth shot fantasy football team. No
1: doubt.
0: Uh, we have got our mouth shot update. We do that next week. Yeah, we gotta get our update. What you doing? Are you um, in first place? In my division. In your division. All right. Actually, we'll get hold it. On. mouth, mouth shot update team. next week. Let's mark that down. Have your
2: fantasy. We got divisions.
1: Watch it, man. I'm big time. We don't. I don't do small time stuff.
2: That's sound. Uh, I was gonna say that sound. that's sound he
0: oh, Diddy, fantasy football player. <laughs> uh, division. Uh, but I'm Ron St. Brown of the Mouth Shot fantasy football team and also of the Detroit Lions and formerly of the USC Trojans. I guess made a bet. Uh, but on his podcast this week after the, the Caleb Williams-led USC Trojans got mollywhopped in South Bend, Indiana by the Notre Dame fighting Irish, um, he was a man of his word. And let's, uh, if we shall, see what that cost him being a man of his word. Man, it could be costly. Oh, man, a grown black man dressed up as a leprechaun. It just ain't right. But I'm Ron St. Brown. Uh, You look good in that leprechaun attire, my brother. And as uh, any Notre Dame man will say, let me just go ahead and, and relay it to you. Go Irish, baby. Go Irish. Look at that, man. That is like, I like wish we the had a fight song. We should have played the fight song. Right now. There's you know, nothing it's, it's, more glorifying than that.
1: Man. His, that his brother cool. played for Notre Dame, so he probably really going to take some heat for that Thanksgiving time.
0: Yeah. Yeah. He's going to he, – I'm sure maybe that's who he bet. Uh, you no, know, he bet, bet
1: the, uh, Ocar Oquare or whatever the linebacker who probably he knows through his brother. But that that's, you know, that's a man of his word. He wore – I would never make a bet like that. I like bet push-ups. Stuff that you could just take care of and knock them out. Right,
0: right But to
1: wear yeah. a liquor out, he had to go buy it. You know what I mean? He had, to, he had to he had to, pack it. He had to try it on, right, to make sure it fit. <laughs> There's a lot that goes into There's a lot that. of pain in that. A lot, a lot of pain of that. that
0: goes into it. After the uh, game, for, shower. His pain is our pleasure, man. Go Irish. Thank you for being a man of your word, and I'm Ron. Uh, Let's go home with this, fellas. Uh, We're not going to do a, a ball spotlight moment. Let's go home with this because we talked about being at the intersection and being at that intersection a lot of times in life, man, uh, we are enjoying the fact that uh, right now we are enjoying the fact that we are at that intersection of sport, Um, that we get to see all of these, these sports on TV right now. And um, that's a good thing. So Tune in, especially while your sitcom is is no longer on, because the actors are on strike. The writers are back. The actors are on strike. I, I, I get lost. Who's on first? Um, but that other part of being at the intersection and yeah, right describe the location between two places, ideas or concepts. We talked about um, the uh, tight end dropping the pass. Uh, I share with you now that we all remain constantly at the intersection between places, between jobs, between situations, between ideas or concepts, uh, between good times and bad times. And I would encourage everybody uh, from our crew of the ball hawk Sports Talk, when you're at that intersection, uh, hold on, man. Hold on to the faith. Keep on believing in yourself because your sunshine is coming. So I hope that that helps somebody today. And with that. Uh, we had the whole crew in the building. We had from the Mid Coast, the Big Flow Show. We had from the East Coast, Mr. Bean Town himself, ETPL's the producer. I am your boy, B Brown, ESQ, a.k.a. The Ball Hawk, a.k.a. The Mouth of the South, a.k.a. Mr. Excessive Celebration, a.k.a. Breezy. This has been our show, The Ball Hawk Sports Talk, where sports, business, and entertainment collide. That's right. We're at the intersection of sports business and entertainment. We did it the only way we know how, rough, rugged, and raw. Please like, please comment, please share. Tag a friend, tag a friend, tag a foe, tag anybody you know. Please subscribe to the YouTube channel and the podcast. And with that, we is out. Peace.